We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And I am Pastor Jolly John Lukomsky for one last time. This is the last time from St. Paul Lutheran Church and Trinity Lutheran Church uh, and, and respectively in New Athens and Darmstadt. The last time. Yep. Because this, uh, this is my retirement weekend. Uh, and so after this, I'll just be coming from where am I at? I don't know where it might be. <laughs> so yeah, that is it's kind of a bittersweet thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And can I tell you, like, just a little, uh, and because we're moving, so we, we've been packing yes. and, and digging through things that have been. I've been there for forty-one years almost. So That's a got, long time. It, I it, cannot imagine what kind of stuff is in your basement after forty-two years. Well, so that's that's the thing. So I'm going through some of the kids' stuff from when they were little. Yeah. And I ran across this picture from my uh, uh, youngest son Josh, and I, I'm thinking it must have been when he was uh, in first or second grade and, and i'm looking at it and and it's i i i i know it's a picture of me because you've got you got this person and they got their hands spread out and they're standing in what looks like a pulpit okay sure and, and for the best i can tell it looks like there's pews i can't make out for sure because it's just a first or second year old you know drawing yeah, yeah. I, I am kind of puzzled by the fact that it's entirely green everything's green <laughs> but i'm thinking well you know how it is when you're a little kid you got one crayon well, sure you gotta yeah. use what you have yeah and, what and, you have to work and with. so I'm thinking, well, this is so cool. I didn't even know that I had this. Here's a picture that Josh drew of me in the pulpit preaching, you know. And so Josh comes over and says, Josh, Josh, I got to show you this picture. Oh, Josh, what is this a picture of? What is this a picture of? And he says, oh, I, I think that's probably Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> <laughs> that explains the green, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> my, my hopes oh, have poor been old dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> that tickled me. It's, it's hard to compete with Oscar the Grouch. It is, it is. Yeah. There's, there's a little similarity there. <laughs> Maybe he was doing a picture of me, as far as I know. There's his dad is Oscar the Grouch. That's probably what he thought of as a first and second grader. That's great. So what we'd like to do today, uh, uh, we're going to do a, a little series on Revelation, if that's okay with everybody. Uh, Revelation chapter 1, by, for your reference there, Matt. Yes. <laughs> well, Matt's not even going to use the Bible. He's got it well, memorized. Well, see, I've got my... my well, I shouldn't even tell people this because oh, I can't what? see it, but I've got a pink Bible today. I noticed that. Yeah. Is that your daughter's this Bible? This is my wife's Bible. Oh, so, it is. What yeah, happened my, to your Bible? That's a good question. It, it's around here somewhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Preacher's got to have a Bible. So, uh, no, we hosted our uh, Winkle this yeah, morning. Yeah. So, that's for, for those of you that don't know what a Winkle is, that's uh, what Lutherans call their circuit meeting with other pastors. And I hosted this morning. Uh, so, I think my uh, Bible's still the Winkle. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, it probably Some is. pastor walked out with Some your Bible? Wow. <laughs> Some rotten pastor stole my Bible. Yeah. No, I just left it at my church, I'm sure. And, okay. Uh, it'll be fine. And but you just grabbed your wife's because So I grabbed convenient. my wife's. Exactly. All right. So, Lisa, thank you very much, honey, for letting me yeah. borrow your pink Bible. Yeah, you'll have to pay for that, I'm sure. <laughs> There will be some chore you'll have to do since you used her Bible. Payment for the Bible. Yeah. 
Um, so, so here's the crazy thing. Uh, I, I'm getting ready to retire, and I've spent my 40 years avoiding hard things. Right? <laughs> so, so I never, for example, I never ever, you preached on the epistles sometimes, don't you? Yeah, occasionally. Sure. I never preach on the epistles because they're hard. So I, I did that Stick last year. Stick to the year. Gospels. I did that last year, and actually it wasn't as bad as what I thought it was. Okay? So I thought, I thought in my last three or four Sundays, I would preach from Revelation. Whoa. Which, again, I don't know why I would want to do that. Why don't I just take the easy way, preach the Gospels, what I've been doing for 40 years? But I'm kind of glad that I did do Revelation. But but tell everybody, what's the problem with Revelation? Why do preachers not normally want to preach on Revelation? Although everyone says, oh, pastor, let's have a Bible study I know on that, Revelation. Isn't that the truth? What's your yeah. for Bible study? Revelation. Uh, well, I think maybe it's because people are fascinated because it is written apocalyptically. And okay, I think what that's does this, that mean? So what does I that mean? That, that, well, it now means, you got me confused. So it means there's a, there's a lot of symbolism for one yes, thing. So yeah. you've got symbolism, you've got numbers, you've got symbols, you've got names, and a lot of those things are symbolic yeah. and harken back to things that are found even in the Old Testament. So you really got to know the rest of the Bible relatively well to be able to even understand what's going on in Revelation. Boy, and that I, was a mistake on my part, wasn't uh-oh. it? What was I thinking? <laughs> you actually have to know the Bible to do it? Oh, yeah, believe wow. it or not, John, it helps. Oh, but man. Uh, so I, I think where people get in trouble is yeah. they uh, look at the rest of the Bible through Revelation rather than look at Revelation through the rest of the Bible. Uh, so to have that knowledge of the rest of the Bible, it is key. Uh, the other thing with Revelation, you, you got this. It's kind of a wacky timeline because oh, yeah. You, yeah. you have things taking place. And it's is this happening in the future? Is this the past? Is it the present? Is it is it all the above? And so you have that struggle, too. So it's a it, it's it's a book of the Bible that it, it's good to have someone like Pastor Jolly John walk us through <laughs> so we know what's that what remains to be seen. <laughs> But you are right because it's kind of a it's kind of a cyclical book, don't you think? That he he tells us a story and then he goes back and tells us the story again with slightly different emphasis, and then another time he goes back and tells us the story, and then finally you get to the end. We'll, at the end, we'll get to the end. Yeah. that'll be the last thing we do. Oh, uh, cool! Uh, but, but up to that point, he just is kind of rotating Very the pictures. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and John's writing it, and yeah. uh, John's kind of that kind of guy. Even his gospel has more oh, yeah. of a sense of yeah. that yeah. that cyclicalness, like you said, than the other gospels at least. Well, yeah, because he starts off with with Jesus going in and 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 cleansing the temple. Which yeah. no, that isn't. He doesn't do that at the beginning. He does that at the That's end. What it seems like, yeah. And so then you're left. Did did, did he do it twice, or yeah. is John just telling things? Out? Yeah, all right. But even before that, you know, the, in the beginning was the Word and was, oh, was yeah. with God and was God. It's kind of this you know metaphor, and yet it's really is Jesus too. And yet it's there's no Christmas. Oh my story. goodness! Yeah. yeah, we got no wise men, no babe in Bethlehem, and everything. All right, let's quit talking about. It. Let's do it. But I think you've brought up my point. Here is my suggestion. If you're doing the book of Revelation, stick with the obvious stuff. All right. Because if you look for the obvious, there are obvious things in here that do not require a genius. Thank God for that. <laughs> so you this know? is why we're doing on Wrestling That's with the Basics. That's why we're doing it. That's right. No genius is required. No, it's no. obvious. So we'll do it, and we'll, we'll stick with the obvious. Why don't you start reading there at the beginning, if you would? Okay, so there. Revelation yeah. 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him to show to the servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written for the time is near. John to the seven churches that are in Asia. 
Grace to you and peace from him who is, who was, and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. Read just a few more verses. All right, sure. To him who loves us and who freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. One more verse. Okay, one more verse. I am the Alpha. And the <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting the Amen. I'm thinking, okay, this is that's where John's going to want me to stop. Wanted, yeah, yeah. But no, I there's more. No, there. there's more good stuff. Yeah, Here yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. All right. So the first thing that's really obvious is that this is a revelation from God. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, no, because you read it, and like you say, it's kind of wacky and crazy, and yeah. maybe you think maybe he just had a bad dream. You know, what what, what was he eating before he went to sleep? What was he drinking? Before? <laughs> no, no, but the thing that's really clear here is whatever we're getting, as confusing as it may be, is coming from God, Jesus Christ, all right? Uh, and, and and there's a lot of Old Testament imagery in here. What, what's some of the Old Testament imagery? Did, did you pick up any of that, the Old Testament imagery here? Well, of course you didn't, because yeah. that was my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything that you caught there, Old Testament that was in here? Well, sure. So, I mean, the, the priest it talks about, yep. blood yep. it talks yep. about, yep. a prophecy it talks about. So, so it's yeah. all Old yeah. Testament stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Even the clouds, perhaps you could even oh, say, that connects to the Old Testament. Because he's he's leading them in a cloud of, of sure, uh, yeah, fire yeah. and then cloud of smoke uh, uh we've got dominion and glory which is language that is taken right out of the old testament uh you know what we've got the god who was and who is and who is that that's out of the yep, old testament yep. too although alpha and omega that that's not that's a new thing mm-hmm, that, that mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that i just kind of assumed but this is the first time that is this in revelation yeah yeah but again it's the same point alpha is the First, first letter of the Greek Bible, of the alphabet, yeah. And Omega yeah. is the, the last nice. letter of okay. the alphabet. So yep. this whole first yeah, and good. last of it. So, but now here's the thing. Uh, he's not writing to Jews, right? He says, I'm writing to the seven Christian churches mm-hmm. in Asia. Yeah. So we're kind of expecting that we'll have some New Testament imagery of God, too. Sure. So you can have the clouds and the glory and the dominion and all that. But, of course, as New Testaments, it's all about the Trinity. Now, I'll ask you, because see, here's, again, controversy. I, I read the most conservative commentaries I could read because there are crazy wacko commentaries that's the nice thing about Revelation you can make it say just about anything, anything you want yeah yep. so, so where do you think as a conservative uh, a commentary you're going to find the Trinity in here in the verses we just yeah, read the verses we just read yeah yeah well okay. uh, well I mean Jesus Christ, right? right. We got one down. And and you know what? That's the cool thing. Because I've noticed that when you read Revelation, there's a lot of confusing images. But when Jesus shows up, you always know it's Jesus. There's no doubt, no question. In fact, here, he's named by name, Jesus. Mm -hmm. All right. How about the Father and the Holy Spirit? Well, we have him named specifically there in verse 6. Uh, kingdom of priests to his God and Father. Oh, there we got right? the Father. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. 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 Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, let's see. So we're having a little fun game here. Putting yeah, that on yeah. the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, certainly in the word of prophecy itself, the Spirit speaking well, through that word okay. of prophecy. And I like that thought. So maybe you don't need to mention the Spirit because he's the one that's doing the talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
How about this business about the one, where is it? The one who, uh, grace and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. Do you think that's a Trinity reference? So we got God, the one who is, and we got Jesus, the one who was, and we got the Spirit, the one who is to come. Could you work that for the Trinity? I suppose so. I mean, they, they all three, I think, kind of fit that category. They're eternal, but... Yeah. Well, see, that was the one controversy that I ran into. So some commentators said, yeah, there it is. You got the threesome. But then other commentators said what you just said. Well, but they're all that way. This yeah, is probably yeah. a reference to the entirety of God. That's not probably to... where I would lean. Yep, yeah. yeah. Um, so the seven spirits is where most commentators. Oh, yeah. Okay. Put, well, yeah and, and, and by spirit. the way, see, the seven spirits? What? Yeah. Wait a second. Well, there you go. That's the problem. This is one spirit. Yeah. And we're talking Holy yeah. Spirit stuff. So so then then they want to say, well, if you go in the Old Testament, there's a passage, I think, in Ezekiel where he's listed as having seven different gifts, although even there it's kind of hard to get seven. It seems more like six, or seven is a number of completion. I thought this was supposed to be the obvious stuff in Revelation, John. This is getting a little, Thank you. <laughs> a little complicated. Thank you. That's, that's the point. Yeah. See, it does get really, really complicated, and yet... We do know this is a revelation from God, and when Jesus shows up, we know absolutely for sure that it is Jesus, because he is the one that is named. Let's read on. Let's read on. But I think, you know, I think yeah. the most obvious thing in these verses yeah. is the stuff about Jesus. It is. It really, you know, in the verses we just read, the stuff about Jesus, I think, is obvious. And, uh, well, for example, that's what's in the what? Center. what? Well, I mean, it, it does talk about his, his coming. It talks about even his return. It talks about his, his death. Uh, it talks about those who pierced him, and they're going to see him. Yep. So, I mean, it really kind of, it almost covers a lot of those main points we cover in the creed itself. Uh, so, uh, I, 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 I think I never thought about that before, but it is essentially the Apostles' Creed now being spooled yeah, out Yeah, especially us. the passion, yeah. resurrection, return. And, and, and we all know that. If, if we were one of the Christian churches there in Asia, we would have recognized that stuff sure. at all. We would have been scratching our heads about the seven spirits, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> but the stuff about Jesus and what he did would have been obvious. Yeah. Okay. Well, read on. Read okay. on. All right. Let's here we see, go. Maybe we would do some jumping. Oh, no, yeah. Verse nine. I really like okay, verse, verse nine. nine. I, John, your brother and partner in the tribulation and the kingdom and the patient endurance that are in Jesus was on the island called Patmos on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. So here's the second thing we know. So number one, we know this is coming from God. This isn't some yes. crazy stuff. Yeah. Although there are people do crazy things with it. It's not a Christmas carol. And, and number two, that's right. Has been visited by <laughs> three spirits. Three spirits. Past, present, and future <laughs> theme, right? You so, know, yeah, Christmas it's, past, it's seven present, spirits. and future. So what are the other four? Ah, anyway. Okay. Uh, so this is the other thing we know. We, we, we're, we're experiencing everything we're experiencing in common with John. Isn't that a remarkable thing? He calls us, uh, I, I, he calls us our, his brother and partners. Partner. Yeah, but, yeah, but brothers and partners in what? That's what's Ooh, in the tribulation. Yeah, yeah. And the kingdom. Thank you. But isn't that true? So, so how's life been treating you? Things are going pretty smooth. I, I know you had some really yeah. difficult things in your church uh, a, a few weeks well, ago. I've got someone ago. in the ICU just uh, as of yesterday, bleeding on the brain oh, over at Barnes. So my goodness. Yeah, it's rough. Well, and as long as we're speaking of tribulations, someone that you and I both know and love, we've got uh, uh, first vice president, oh, yeah. Herb Miller, yeah. Miller. Uh, yep. with a brain tumor, just yep. had surgery a week yep. ago, and, and now we don't know exactly how that's all going to work out uh so 
that's and, and here's the thing. So when you have problems and trials, do not say to yourself, oh, no, no, I guess I'm not part of the program. I'm not part of the plan. No, that's exactly the sign you're part of the program and the plan because you are a brother and partner of John, and so we're in the tribulation. And we'll have that actually as we move on to this, another mm-hmm. beautiful picture of people in the tribulation. But you pointed out the really key thing. We're in the tribulation, but we're also together with John and what? In the kingdom. What does that mean? What do you think that means, Matt? Well, the kingdom of, of we'll go back to Jesus. Yeah. The kingdom of Jesus, that that reign of God, that reign of Jesus, that we're a part of that reign, a part of that reign that's apart from Satan and evil and sin, but a part of that reign in which Christ reigns forever and ever. In fact, isn't it cool? We actually are the priests in that kingdom. Yeah. So we have the highest spiritual office possible in the kingdom of God. Uh, um, so yeah, I just I thought that was that was obvious. So we are part of the tribulation with John, but we're also part of the kingdom of. And should it surprise us that we have tribulations? Because after all, that the world hates us. The devil's like a roaring lion, our yeah. own sinful flesh. So naturally, we got the kingdom is besieged. Yeah. But we know in the end, the kingdom wins. Yeah. yeah being in the kingdom is almost the very reason why we have the tribulation sometimes. <sighs> Great yeah. thought. That's right. We c- and and there's the temptation, isn't it? Let's just avoid being in the kingdom because it'll be a lot easier. <laughs> yep, <that's> so- <laughs> it sure yeah. seems like it sometimes. But- so it's like we got all the problems the world has, plus we got more. Yeah. But we'll look at John himself in the oh, very next line. Go. He's on Patmos because he's in the kingdom. Yes, uh, he's in the kingdom of God, and yet he's deserted on this island called Patmos. <laughs> yeah, he has a forced retirement. <laughs> I have a re- <laughs> there you go. I'm not going to the island of Patmos. I'm going <laughs> to Northfield, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I want to do. He didn't He didn't want to do this, but that's what's happening. All right, let's keep on reading. Let's see, jump down here for time's sake. Uh, read verse 12, I think, yeah. Okay. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, and on turning I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands was one like a son of man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest. The hairs of his head were white, like white wool, like snow. His eyes were like flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze, refined in a furnace. And his voice was like the roar of many waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars. From his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. And his face was like the sun shining in full strength. All right, Matt. What does that all mean? Again, we know it's Jesus. We know that. But what does all this imagery mean? White hair. I was thinking it might be you. No. Mighty waters, the yeah. voice of the roar of waters. Spoken by a guy who's bald. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. The bald guy with the pink Bible today. Isn't that great? <laughs> That's All right. right. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So Jesus certainly, you know, he's showing, yeah, yeah, yeah his, his power, his glory. And then the, the seven lamp. Here we go with the number seven yeah, again, right? Yeah. And if I remember right, what follows next in chapter two and three are these seven churches. Uh, yeah. uh, so are, then, then he starts writing yeah. letters to these particular yeah. churches. Okay. Yes. So that much we know that the seven lamps are the Connecting seven churches. Connecting the seven churches. Okay. What about all the rest of this image? What's the whole business about the, the burnished bronze and the, the, the voice like the roar of many waters? Uh, uh, anything yeah. there? What well, got? I think it shows the, the majesty, okay. certainly, of Jesus. I think some of that imagery maybe goes back to the Old Testament. Um, but, yeah, this is, this is who it's about. This is... Uh, you know, this is the one whose power and authority and 
and the one who uh, rules and reigns. You know, and I, I like what you just said, This the power and authority. Uh, I, I imagine there might be some individual symbols behind all of this. I, I, one of the commentators I read pointed out that the word that is used for robes here mm-hmm. is the word that is used for the priest, the priestly robes in the Old Testament. So maybe it is a reference that he's a priest. Uh, but the power of the might. Because read the next verse. Read the next verse. Verse 17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet, though dead. But he laid yeah, his, yeah, let's just yeah. stop there. Let's just, because, because whatever this, this means, this bronze and this roar of many waters and the golden sash and the flame of fire that are his eyes, it scares the heck out of you. That's yeah. what it does. Even if you're an apostle. And remember, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. We got John here. This is, the, uh, this is the guy that the oldest apostle there is, and he's seen it all, and yet he still falls before the Lord Jesus Christ when Jesus appears in his glory. glory. Okay. Uh, and I think that's the obvious thing. Did you really don't want to encounter Jesus in his glory? Uh, we all think we do. That's what we want, right? Moses said to God, show me the glory. Yeah. And, and what did God say to Moses? You remember that story? You can't handle the glory. <laughs> yeah, you can't handle the glory. <laughs> that's right. You can see my backside, maybe. Yeah, right? no, yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't see the glory. And in fact, you know, when 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 he shows up on Mount Sinai, uh, the people cry out, "Oh, you talk to him. We don't. Lest we die. We don't want to talk to him. Lest we die." He shows up in the tabernacle. He shows up in the temple, and the people serving in those places have to run out because they just can't stand to be there with the shekin yeah. on stuff. Be careful what you wish for. And as someone, yeah, as fallen creatures and a holy God, ugh, all we can do is, like John, fall down as though dead before him. Well, and you did this story just a few weeks ago of the Transfiguration. Mm-hmm. And there again, they get to see him for what he is, the glorious Son of God. And again, they too fall on their faces as if they were dead. Okay? So that's the other thing we need to realize. You don't want to just see the Jesus of the glory. And we, what we need to wrestle with, Matt, is we go back to these tribulations and trials. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to understand this. It may be hard for us to grasp, but when we experience those tribulations, we are coming into contact with the glory of God, the God who says the wage of sin is death. And we're seeing that work out in our own life and that terrible reality that, yeah, we're all going to die. And we're going to die for a good reason, because we are sinners and we cannot stand in the glory of God. And so this is what happens to us. We are struck down just like John is. But then read the next verse, because this next verse is such a great verse of comfort. Okay. But he laid his right hand on me. Don't saying, you love that? Isn't that, isn't he that beautiful? He reaches out to John. He doesn't leave him in this pitiful position. Yeah. Go ahead. And he says, fear not, I am the first and the last, the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. So there you go. Isn't that beautiful? What yeah. a beautiful verse. Yeah. So for those of you who are out there and you've got struggles and tribulations and everything, hey, I'm going to tell you the truth. I know what that's from. It's it's from sin. Now, I'm not saying you did a specific particular sin and God is punishing you for that. Maybe you did. If we've got people listening to us that have been sexually promiscuous and you have uh, an STD, I can I'll bet you why that I came. I know why yeah. you have that. Yeah. yeah. But for most cases, no, we, we can't attach it to a particular sin, but we 
can say with assurance, yeah, it is the result of sin in the world, the sin in our flesh, the result of the devil who hates us. And yet here's the comfort. Who's got the keys, Matt? Jesus. Yep, yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? It goes back to what you pointed out earlier about Jesus. He was the one that was slain. Remember, that's how yeah. it started, the one who was slain. And we're going to have more about that in a couple of weeks, about the lamb who was slain and how that changes everything for us who are in tribulation and who are struggling with trials. So uh, join us next week. We're going to do a little different uh, ascension next week, right, Matt? Because it's getting well, close Well, yeah. Well, we've, we're going to you know continue with Revelation, but first we're going to pick up an ascension where we're going to talk about... Uh, what takes place May 30th this year, 40 days after Easter. All right. So join us next week for Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.